Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, and welcome to episode 263 of Martha Runs the World. This week, I'm talking about being 100% prepared for your race. Be it a road race or a trail race, we're going to talk about both. And a lot of times, it's the same for both. There's sometimes differences, but we're going to talk about the little things that help make your race the best it can be leading up to the race, like the week before and the days before, the day before, the morning of, that kind of thing. You wake up the morning of your race. The sun is shining down on your face in your bedroom window, and suddenly you realize the alarm on your phone never went off. Oh no, you're late. You didn't get anything together the night before, so you're frantically running around trying to find the right outfit, everything you need for your race, your socks, your shoes, your jacket, your race vest, everything you need during the race. And then you get to the kitchen and you're out of coffee. What? What? Out of coffee? Of course, I'm never out of coffee. I always have coffee. I am more likely to have coffee in my apartment than food. So that would one thing would never happen to me. <laughs> if it's an hour's drive to the race and you try to do the math in your head, if you have time to stop at the Starbucks, get coffee and get to the race park, check in, use the porter potty and get to the starting line, you got to plan all the stuff out. All this stuff you've made a million times harder if you haven't ma made out a plan ahead of time. And my apologies to those who like to plan ahead. I'm a planner. I always plan things out ahead. So if you're one of those, just sit back and listen and say, yep, I do that. I do that. I do that. I do that. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't, apparently. I've been asked to do this episode by a faithful listener and so I put it off for a while because of, you know, the accident. <laughs> and if you want to know how my progress is coming along, I'll say some brief words at the end of the episode. Now, I'm not going to talk about training because I have plenty of episodes of that subject already. And I'm going to assume that you're all trained for your race. Okay, some of us are sometimes undertrained, but that's not what this is about. If you're undertrained, overtrained, 100% trained, whatever, that's not what this is about. We're going to talk about just preparing all your things, all your stuff, your mind, all that things for your race. This is about being prepared and all those things other than training. Now, I'm going to also leave out the very long races longer distances than 50 miles because I'll have a epi an episode in the future to talk, to talk about drop bags, pacers, and that sort of things, because that's a whole different subject and it really deserves its own episode. So we'll talk about that in the future. Race preparation, other than if you're traveling a long distance and you have to fly or rent a car, or a hotel, that kind of thing, that's 
different. And I also have already have an episode on traveling to a race. So you can refer back to that. I have a link on the, on the website, MarthaRensorWorld.com. Um, so you can look back at that episode, but race preparation for everything else starts about a week before your race. Food wise, if you're one of those who likes to eat lower carbs, some runners do that. I do not, but some runners do that. Then that starts a few days before your race. I can't help you with that, but if that's what you want to do, then start a few days before your race and plan out your food, plan out your meals, what you're going to eat, all that stuff. Now you want to start gathering what you need for the day of the race a week before. If you need things to be shipped to you and you use Amazon, you can have those shipped within a couple days. If you're an Amazon Prime member, those things usually come out pretty fast. Or if you need to go to, to the running sh- store or REI or that kind of thing, you can just do that within a few days. But give yourself enough time in that the, if they don't have what you need and you have to go to a couple different stores or you you have to have it shipped, you have enough of a leeway to give you time. You don't w- want to be running around the day before you leave to the race. That's just not fun that way. The day before your race, you really want to plan out what you eat really thoughtfully. I always am very picky about the dinner before my race. I always eat a very kind of a bland dinner. I like to have chicken. Chicken really sits very well, or salmon is really nice with some sort of vegetable like broccoli and maybe a potato or rice or noodles, no cheese. I do not like to have cheese the night before a race. That does not ever turn out well for me. So I skip that part of the rest of it. And that's really what I have. I also think it's really important. I never realized this until just a couple years ago. I know, I know, I should know better. It's always best to hydrate as much as you can the day before your race. Don't wait till the morning of your race to hydrate. And this is really hard if you're traveling to your race by car or plane the the day before your race. It's really, really difficult. That's why if you can travel to your race two days before, so when you get there that, that day before you're already there and you can hydrate and just get all prepared that way. But Life isn't like that. You can't, we can't always do that, especially if we race a lot. So hydrate as best as you can the day before. That way, the, that morning of, you won't be spending all your time in the porta potty line. And this is especially poignant if you're doing a, a road race and the lines are 100 people long. Of course, trail races may not have as many porta potties and the lines might be longer. Yeah, I've been to road races where there were tons of porta potties and the lines were not a problem, but I've been to ro- trail races where there were maybe three porta potties and the lines were super long. Do your laundry a couple days before you need it. You don't want to wait till the day after because there can be a laundry disaster. Or if you're like me and have to do it at a laundromat and the laundromat is closed and you have to find another place to do it. This is just, you You don't want to wait to the last minute in case something happens. Or if you have a washer and dryer and your washer breaks, what are you going to do? So you want to make sure and, and give yourself a couple days to do that. 
And also a couple days ahead of time, make sure your first aid kit, yes, you should have one, is adequately supplied. I mean, you may not take it with you on the race, but you want to have it in the car pre and post race to help yourself. Because yes, the race will have a first aid. They will have, they should actually, not all races do, but they should have a, a team to help you. But it's good to have your own stuff with you. And even on the race, if, if there's a long distance between aid stations, it's nice to have a few minimal supplies with you to help yourself there, especially on a trail race. If you're out six or seven miles on your own and you get a blister, it's nice to have the stuff with you that you can stop and take care of it to help you the the next three or four miles to the next aid station. You will thank yourself for taking that with you. Let me tell you, if you don't have that little aid um, first aid kit with you, you're going to be cursing yourself for having to tolerate that pain to the next aid station. It's really nice to have that. It helped me out having it with a race where there was like eight miles between aid stations and I did get a blister and yeah, it was very nice to have. Now the day before your race, well, actually I would say a few days before your race, always maintain your car's maintenance, make sure everything works well. And of course that's just, that's just daily life, right? But, but the day before your race, fill your car with gas or charge it fully if it's an electric car. I know this seems elementary, but some of us forget about that stuff. I don't own a car, so I rent a car. So it's always filled up. But if I'm going to the race from the hotel, I'm going to fill it up with gas before I get to the race start. Because what this race that I'm working at is out, is kind of out far away from things. So I will fill it up with gas before I get there because I'm going to be out there all weekend. So it's a good idea for me to fill it up first. Now get the gear you need for your race out the day before. Or you might even want to do it a couple days before. If you're missing something, you need to buy it. You need to run out and buy it. It's good to do that a couple days before. You can pack your running vest ahead of time if you want and figure out what you need if there's anything that you forgot. It's always good to lay out everything and figure it out. You see those pictures of the night before, you know, the the flat runner picture. Well, it isn't just as a chance to be put on Instagram. It's also just a way that people can double check to make sure that they included everything. It's a really nice thing to have um, to make sure that everything's there. Yeah, they've included all that stuff. And then um, and then they're all set. Okay, now pre-race, you want to have certain things at pre-race. And this goes for, for road and trail racing. Pre-race, you want to bring yourself your own water. I mean, you should have a bottle of water in there and you might want to keep two bottles of water, one for post-race and one for pre-race, but pre-race, a nice bottle of water just to have some sips off it. Don't rely on the race to provide you with water before the race. Race companies have to provide runners with water during and after the race. And on small races, I see runners grab bo- bottles of water that are supposed to be reserved for the race itself. And that's not really fair because the race isn't supposed to provide you with water before the race. 
and they're kind of cheating the racers on water that's supposed to be there later on. And this doesn't happen in road races so much at trail races or small neighborhoody races. So bring your own water for pre-race. Warm clothes. If you have to wait a while, especially in um, in a trail race and you're by your car, just wear sweatpants or a sweatshirt over your running outfit. And in a road race, you know, gone are the days of wearing a trash bag. You know, we don't need to pollute the streets with plastic, right? If you want to wear something to stay warm, buy an old sweatshirt or sweatpants from Goodwill and then t- toss them at the side of the road. Don't don't toss them in the middle of the road where someone can trip over them, but toss them towards the towards the sidewalks at the start of the race where people will pick them up and donate them back to Goodwill. So you've done your good deed. You have helped Goodwill in the beginning by by purchasing them, and then they'll go back to Goodwill and help others. So that way, it's much better than wearing a trash bag. Don't wear trash bags, please. Also, you want to bring a snack if you want, like a banana or a small muffin or some nuts or something like that, whatever you like to get you through that will help you out because sometimes it's a long wait from when you get there to the start of the race. You also want to set the, um, it's a really good idea for your phone and Google maps to have the automatic directions that helps a lot. Yeah. Sometimes it's not that accurate, but but most of the time it is. So that will help you get to the start of the race so you don't waste a whole lot of time. And um, make sure that everything is in your your handheld bottle or your running vest. If you're taking one, make sure, triple check if you need to. Just make sure everything is there before you leave the house. And I did talk about first aid kit. Yeah, bring a little one if you need one and uh, there, I did do a past episode of stuff you can keep in your first aid kit, and I'll put that episode number in MarthaRunsTheWorld.com so you can check it out. Now, for the race itself, warm up with some dynamic exercises. Once you get to the, your, get to the starting line, dynamic exercises are what you want to do. They're the ones that include a lot of movement. Static exercises are the ones that you hold a movement for 30 seconds. Do those after the race, not before. And breathe deep and tell yourself positive thoughts that you're going to have fun in this race and you're going to do great. And you can also check, of course, check in, get your bib, get your t-shirt, put the t-shirt back in the vehicle. I am one of those that does not wear the t-shirt before I've run the race. I'm old school. I believe that you shouldn't just because I also believe don't wear something new on race day. So that's why I don't do that. And get, and then, most important, get ready to have a great race. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. 
Now, post-race, post-race, now's the time to do those static stretches where you hold a race, where you hold a, a, a stretch for 30 seconds or so. Resist the urge to sit down right away. Walk a little bit if you can to stretch out those muscles. That'll help out a lot. Have ready icy hot gel or CBD gel or your choice in case your muscles get cranky. It's good to rub that stuff on right away. If if you've pushed yourself farther than you thought you could go, your muscles might start cramping up, especially if you're driving. <laughs> That's happened to me. And and that kind of gel can really, really help out a lot. Grab some water at the aid station. Make sure you keep extra in your car. And if the race offers snacks or food post-race, get some for yourself. And I know in longer races, I'm not hungry, but just something small will help out a lot, especially if um, you're driving for a ways. And now if you are driving for a ways and like after after an hour, I usually start getting hungry. So if you're driving for a little ways, stop and get some food. I usually treat myself to in and out after a race in the Bay Area, but that's like after an hour when I actually start getting hungry takes me a little while to get hungry. And take your time driving home. Like I said, stop and get something to eat if you start to get hungry. And just um, take your time because it may be harder to drive home if it's been a really tough race. That should help you out. I hope it does a little bit. And there's some news in, there's some running news that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Killian Jornet and Zach Miller are asking us to boycott UTMB races, and good for them. They have a a message out, and I'll put a link to that message. And I am just applauding them. Killian is one of my favorite, favorite runners, and Zach is awesome. And I just hope that this message hits home to many people, because if they're saying to boycott UTMB, and, and they both won UTMB, in the past, this means a lot in that UTMB is killing local races. So if they're telling runners to boycott, then yeah, I I think this message is going to hit home and I think UTMB is going to hit a big backlash. At least I hope so. Because we really need to support the local race companies. UTMB doesn't need any more money. (laughs) Sorry. We need to support local races. And just in other news, in my own news, the sling is off my arm. Yay! And I am slowly stretching it out. I had my visit with the ortho doctor, and he's given me some stretches, so I'm working on those. And I got a couple really nice walks this weekend, three miles each. One, I hit some hills. and oh, My endurance is off. It's so off. No exercise will do that to you. But I really pushed myself and it felt great. And the weather was beautiful this weekend, just sunny and 60 degrees and just beautiful. But I'm willing to do the hard work to get back into shape. And I'm going to take it slow. I know one of the reasons why I got into trouble was that I took it too fast. I tried to push myself too much but I'm really willing to go slow 
I'm going to walk for a month or two and then start running slowly and not push myself. There is a race I want to do in June, but that will be the very, very first one. And then the other ones are like October and later. Yeah, yeah, not being able to do anything for weeks certainly changes one's perspective. I'm taking it slow. I'm taking it easy. I have no idea when I'm going to get back to the trail. And when I do, I'm going to be hiking. I have no idea when I'm going to be running on trails again. I, I don't know. That's future thing. Right now, it's just nice to be walking, walking on paved roads and pavement in the city. That's just nice to be able to do that again. It's nice to be able to hold things with both arms. <laughs> It's nice to just to be a normal person again. That feels good. So I'm not taking anything for granted. I am grateful for everything right now. So yeah, I'm grateful to, uh, right now I'm actually on vacation. I'm on vacation for a couple of weeks. I have enough vacation saved up that I can do that. And so that I am very, very happy about. And I am have I've been on vacation for a couple of days now and just it's been wonderful. It's my walks were great, my last couple of days were great. Yeah, it's been really really cool. This week I traveled down to Boulder City, Nevada, which is just south of Las Vegas. It's near Hoover Dam, which I'm excited about. I've never been there. I've been to Vegas, I've been to the strip. I'm not a fan of the strip. I like around Vegas, like Red Rock is really cool. Um, but I've never been to Hoover Dam area, so that's going to be kind of cool. That'll be fun. Now, I won't have a ton of time to explore the area. I'm working. I'm working from Friday through Sunday morning. So hopefully Sunday afternoon, I'll be able to check out Hoover Dam. That's what I'm really looking forward to, is to go out and see the Hoover Dam area. I'm reading a book about the history of the Hoover Dam. So that's giving me a lot of insight about how it was built and and who did it and what went into all the the structure and and the magnitude of of how it was done. It's pretty incredible. You know, some sometimes it's a wonder after I read some of this history cuz I love books about history. Sometimes I wonder how these things even got done. <laughs> it's remarkable. So, so I like that. So I'm reading about that. The drive down, I'm actually looking forward to because it's about nine hours, but I have a set list already on Spotify. So I'll just hook up the Bluetooth in my car to Spotify and bing, I'm on the road for nine hours. I'm hoping it doesn't rain the whole time, but you know, I, I'm willing to deal with it if it does. I can handle it. So I'm all ready for that. I'm ready for my trip. I'm ready to be down in a cool part of the country. I'm ready for it. The, the temperatures don't look too bad, 55 degrees, 60, somewhere around there, a little cooler at night. So I will bundle up and prepare for that. And I'm ready to help out my friend Michael in his race. And if you don't have anything going on, it's the bootleg boogie. It's in Boulder City, just outside of Boulder City, just near Hoover Dam. Prices are great. He's got all kinds of distances. So I will also include a link to his race on 
MarthaRenzaWorld.com. I almost forgot the, the website. Oh my God, I've just been doing this five years. <laughs> oh, my brain is is jello. It's vacation mode brain right now. All right, so that is it. And thank you so much for joining me. And I really, really have wonderful, wonderful runs and walks and races. And until ne- next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. 